what's going on my friends it's your boy dave sharp welcome to wake up legendary and happy post labor day my friends i hope you had a wonderful day no matter what you did and today we're back we have a amazing guest this morning a hairstylist who is uh well i mean she's styling her way to success okay through building trust with her audience Let's hear her story and how she's doing it. Tony, welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you? I'm fantastic. Where are you calling in from? Reno, Reno, Nevada. Okay. Okay. From one hot area to another down here yes. in Petersburg, Florida. <laughs> um, so obviously, um, it's a it's a privilege to have you here, and I think you're our 804th guest. Uh, here oh, that we're interviewing. How's it feel to to be the 804th guest on the show here? Oh, it's amazing. It's a privilege to be here. So when I first started this, I was like, I'm going to be on Wake Up Legendary. <laughs> but I have to say now that I'm here, I am terrified. <laughs> a little nervous. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, ah. I know that you were born for this. So um, you're going to be great. You already are great. And, uh, you know, just the simple fact that you showed up and uh, you're walking through the, these, these fears mm -hmm. and this uncomfortability is uh, this is your growth journey. And I'm, I'm, I'm privileged to be a part of it. So tell us what kind of led you to legendary. What were you looking for? Have you found it? Tell us all the things. So, okay. I want to say what really led me here was actually my husband last fall. He was looking up, on, like making money online and kind of like going down the route of print on demand. And I don't know if my phone just heard it, but all of a sudden on Instagram, Becca started showing up and oh, I was very intrigued by the whole idea of, you know, working from home and making good money and not having to trade your time for money. Um, mm -hmm. I was definitely burnt out from hair from, especially since COVID and being told that you can't work and I'm the sole provider in my house. So yeah. that was definitely a little scary. <laughs> so um, I wanted to find something a little bit more secure on anything that might happen in the future. And yeah, I was kind of over it. And then actually it was a week before Christmas. I had a horrible client, the worst client I've ever had. Um, she was definitely a Karen client and um now I thank God that I had her because she's what really pushed me in and put the nail in the coffin. And now I'm here. And mm -hmm. once I, I actually, when I purchased the blueprints, I didn't even tell my husband, I was terrified of telling him um, because I didn't want him to talk me out of it. So I was like, no, like, because uh, we really didn't have the funds. I'm actually surprised my credit card went through. <laughs> so um, I know it was almost like it was meant to be. So I, yeah. And I have showed up every single day. Um, mm. Definitely was a slow start for me because I launched my business on February 6th and made my first commission within five days of that. But like the first four months, I really didn't make anything. Mm. Um, it was definitely me having to come out of my shell. A lot of growth, a lot of growth definitely has happened um, mm. in the past six months. Yeah. And um, I had to really learn to be myself. So that was definitely a struggle for me, which is so funny because I am a hairstylist and I'm good at talking to people, but I'm good at getting people to talk about themselves. 
me talking about myself and literally looking in a mirror practically when you're looking at your phone mm. was really hard for me. So, um, yeah, telling my story was really, really hard. And I feel like every day I keep on saying, show more of yourself, show more of yourself. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so nice. now I'm here and I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. So, so you, you see yourself making a, you know, making this a, a second career for you versus just a side hustle or maybe oh, even yeah. a new career instead of just a hobby. Definitely. Yes. Actually, I'm hoping to retire the beginning of next year with hair. So I'm, yeah. that's my goal. <laughs> I think, I think the pandemic changed a lot of people's perspective. I was thankfully already transitioned fully to entrepreneurship and online marketing and so many people who at one time thought, you know, internet marketing, kind of what's that? Is that a scam? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, what are you really doing? What are you selling? You know, and it took sort of a life altering, terrifying situation followed up by very frustrating circumstances because we were, you know, a lot of people were sent home and then it's kind of like, you're essential. No, you're not. Like everybody got like kind of group. It's like, you know, I'm not essential. Like, I mean, that kind of like that kind of stings a little bit. It does. It does sting. You're waiting on a, on a check from the government. And it's like, you know, what is this? Like, I wasn't really born for this. This kind of feels like a form of, of uh, food stamps and it, not mm. to say that if, if somebody's getting government assistance, that they should feel shame about that. But I think that the majority of us in this community want to be self-supporting, want to want to mm -hmm. achieve, want to strive, want to live a life of freedom. And and then they they, they started telling us, well, we got to come back to work. And it's like, well, I don't really want to come back to work. I kind of like being at home. And sort mm -hmm. of people became more open to alternative ways to make money. Whereas maybe before they, they weren't, they, they looked at it like, I don't understand that. I don't want to understand it. As you were beginning to go through the challenge and, and sort of begin to, um, you know, take in some of this, th these, these frameworks and these strategies and these business models, what were some of the light bulbs that went off for you as somebody who has worked in a brick and mortar business your whole life? Um, I want to say, the whole fact that I didn't realize how people actually made money online. I actually didn't realize it. It was one of those things where I was like, what? And then like going through with day one through three, I, it was way over my head. Like I had no idea what a funnel was beforehand. I mean, it was so over my head. I had to watch it two or three times just to kind of get the, the grasp, the idea of it. And then it was like, oh, I see it. Well, because I saw the fact of like going through yours. I was like, oh, well, that is what he's doing. And obviously it worked. <laughs> so um, and then what's funny about the email marketing, I kind of was like, oh, you don't need to do that. I was thinking that at first when I first was watching it, because I'm the type that doesn't read my emails. I am mm -hmm. the one like random type. Well, a lot of people read their emails. I am just a rare breed that obviously doesn't take the time. So um, it's crazy how much that is actually gold when I was kind of sloughing it. Mm. And yeah, it's, I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty incredible. Like how many streams of income you could really add to 
your plate. I mean, I really just only had one. I just had hair and I only got paid if my client showed up. I mean, I didn't get paid if I was even just sitting there. <laughs> so it was really, I mean, it's really awesome that, I mean, yesterday just making commissions, just out shopping and doing who knows what. It's pretty right. awesome. <laughs> I like to give this analogy that a lot of times as folks go through the challenge, for example, they begin to Put on the marketing shades and now suddenly it's like you can see you can see how these people who you thought at one time on youtube or maybe TikTok, they well maybe these people are just posting videos just to be funny maybe they're looking for attention i i don't know maybe i might even be judgmental towards them or might maybe i just might not even ever think about it maybe i just might just kind of log on just to sort of waste a little time just to sort of check out just for a little information all the while, these folks are actually making thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, and I could never see it because, well, I, 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 I didn't have that perspective yet. Yep, and so exactly. going through this process gives you these metaphorical marketing glasses that, you know, as you mentioned, and I've heard this countless times in 804 episodes interviewing our, our students that now all of a sudden I kind of understand how the internet works. I realize that when somebody's telling me there's a link in the description on YouTube or to click the link in my bio on TikTok, that they're actually, oh my gosh, there's a full-blown business model behind this. And, and these people have a lot more going on than what I initially thought. Does that feel mm -hmm. like it makes with you? Oh yeah, totally. Like I... Yeah. I mean, even when it comes to YouTube, I mean, how many times you hear like, oh, all the products I'm using are linked down in the description. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I thought it was just for my own, like, find it easy. <laughs> like, Oh, now I get it. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yes, it's it's great. It's powerful to suddenly be able to understand. It's sort of like the same thing that we do with like real estate and the stock market. You know, there's all of these things that you know, we sort of kind of know that people are making billions of dollars with, but, but we kind of would, you know, society almost vilifies those kind of people. Like everybody on wall streets, just a greedy asshole, right. It, mm -hmm. it, or real estate. It's like, you know, the, the only way to make money on in real estate is flipping houses and the internet. It's, you know, it's 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 the depths of despair. These you know, <laughs> internet you know, snake oil salesmen out here. And you know what? The truth of the matter is, is nearly every single business and now influencer and quite frankly even celebrities are now using their social media profiles to be able to build their own independent individual brand and audience. Mm -hmm. And then are are monetizing their audience through selling their own products and services. For example, musicians. Nowadays, mm -hmm. most record labels won't even talk to a musician unless they already have an existing following and brand on social media. Because mm -hmm. it's sort of the way that the music label will kind of say, hey – does the market like you or not yet? Are, are they interested in your music? If you don't have that, they won't look at you. Same with celebrities. People are no longer relying on large companies like Disney or large companies, you know, these huge movie studios 
to 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 you know offer you a script in a movie these celebrities are going out and building their own brands on social media and making their own independent money it's almost like all these people all of us even now this is available to regular people mm-hmm. are 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 getting away from the agencies and the various different corporations that we've worked for and sort of going independent. And that feels good, it seems like, to a lot of people. I know it does for me. How has this opened up your feelings of independence, feelings of freedom, and how are you you know, taking that and running with it right now? Uh, whether that be you know, looking forward into the future and saying, I really want to do affiliate marketing and take this business on the road and travel with, with it. Or I just really want to be home and spend more time with my family. And I'm starting to be able to integrate filming videos and working on my phone while spending time with my family. How is your independence? What are some practical ways that your independence and freedom has already started to increase? Well, like, Oh, even last year, just with the increase in housing, um, with me only having this income and oh, I felt trapped. I felt trapped in Reno. Like we felt like we couldn't move. We couldn't, cause I mean, if I move, I, I have to rebuild all my clientele wherever I end up moving. So it was one of those things where we would have to like have a huge nest egg to move. So we felt really trapped. So now all of a sudden I don't feel trapped anymore. Like now we, like the possibilities are endless. We literally can move anywhere. We can can do anything. Like, it's just, it's really awesome. It's awesome to know that like now we can like, not just a dream of buying a house. We can actually buy a house. Um, Mm. We can have like a plot of land. Like we've always like talked about and dreamed about. It's just, it's cool. The fact that the dreams are now becoming like an actual vision. I can actually see it in the future. Instead of it just being like a pipe dream where it's like, oh, that would be nice. Like, I really felt like I was thinking that this time last year. I was like, oh, it'd be so nice to buy a house. But I really deep down was like, I don't know, if the housing keeps going the way it is, there's no way. There's no way I'm going to be able to get a piece of that pie. And now I can get a piece of that piece of that pie. And it's pretty amazing to like in such a short amount of time. I mean, it's only been. Well, actually, as of tomorrow is seven months since I have launched my business. So it's seven months is not that long. It's going to pass by anyways. So you might as well be doing something. (laughs) So I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. So yeah, now I'm like, the possibilities are endless on where we can even travel. And there's so many things that I thought of, like, I want to get stem cell therapy for my husband. There's so many things that I'm like, ah, it's not just a pipe dream anymore. It's something that really can be, that is a possibility. And the fact that I'm starting to really believe that is pretty amazing too. Cause I feel like, oh, the first like couple months I started this, I think I was living off of more of hope. And I think that wasn't helping my success because I wasn't in the right vibration at all because I was hoping and instead of really believing that it was going to work. And now I really believe that it's working and it is working, going to work. And oh, it's ever since that shifted, I feel like even the income has started to shift as well. Mm. Like it's all, I don't know, even like the energy of the people that are DMing me has shifted as well. It's like, It's 
I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm attracting more serious people that can feel either feel my energy or I don't know, <laughs> but yeah. it's, obviously something's clicking. Well, let's talk about that. I think it's your conviction and your confidence, right? It's yeah. your, your belief in what you're doing and people can always sense if you believe in something or if you don't really believe in something and you are just operating on a hope and a wish, mm -hmm. you know, um, it's, it's in, in, and especially if somebody challenges you a little bit, um, which people are always going to do. I mean, look at just small children. I mean, they, mm -hmm. they just, they just sit there and push just endlessly. Right. Mm -hmm. And so do adults. They, they push in their own way. We know mm -hmm. that, um, that, that, uh, whether somebody knows our buttons to push or not, uh, we all have buttons. And if somebody pushes them and they sense a lack of conviction or they sense you backpedaling or even before they push a button, if they sense that you're not fully convicted about what it is that you're talking about or doing, then there it's not even said it doesn't even have to be said you're right it is a vibration it is an energy people mm -hmm. can sense that and so let's talk a little bit about that transition and how your conviction and confidence has increased what did you change because it, it had to have been something that you did i mean things don't just happen mm -hmm. right i mean they're mm -hmm. they're i always say that it's easier and much more effective to act ourselves into a new way of thinking than it is to think ourselves into a new way of acting. And mm -hmm. I think that the approach of a lot of people who start a business is, as you said, hoping, thinking, you know, meditating, sort of, there's no weeds in my yard, or there's a Lamborghini in my driveway, there's a Lamborghini in my driveway. There Damn it, there's no Lamborghini in my drive. I knew this affirmation shit was just a scam, right? Yeah. Versus what it seems like you're talking about, and I'd like you to say more about it, which is doing the work and beginning to see results, even if they're small, beginning to see evidence from your actions. And then from those actions, acting, you begin to change your thinking. It's almost like get your body moving and the mind will follow. Yep. Say more yep. about how you've acted yourself into a new way of thinking and, and maybe a little bit more about what it looked like when you were just hoping and wishing. Help us to understand kind of what that, that, that transition or that, that, that growing phase um, sort of looked like for you to where you did you know, uh, develop more conviction and more confidence? Well, yeah, it was definitely more confidence. And I want to say it was probably, uh, it was probably when I like really started to do voice messaging and DMS. And the more that I kept talking about it, the more confidence I had about talking about it instead of like the little voice inside my head that's like, Oh, are you saying that right? Are you actually like, <laughs> I, I tend to overthink when I speak and I get too much inside my head and then I don't, um, yeah, I just, I feel like I don't sound convincing and I, I feel like I am like coming off as a fraud almost like in the very beginning. So it wasn't until I really 
really understood the mechanics of this and how it works and why it works and really the understanding of the word value and really understanding what that means on giving value to your to your audience because <laughs> what's funny is i didn't understand it like even though somebody said it i was like you need to give value what do you mean by that like what exactly do you mean yeah talk about that to, to uh, say so more about well, it's one of those, like, now I'm, like, understanding, like, where they're from. And I think, too, it was also trying to remind myself about where I came from, where my level of understanding was when I first entered this. And it, there was no understanding. I mean, I wasn't even on social media before this. I wasn't, I've never done any kind of marketing. I've never done any kind of sales. <laughs> I've been a server. I've been a hairdresser. I've just, like helped people. That is literally all I've ever done. Mm -hmm. And computers, I didn't even own a computer before this. Like I literally had to buy a computer. <laughs> so <laughs> I, my level of understanding was not even there. And I have to remind myself on the fact that I know my shit. I mean, and there was a saying that I heard that as long as you know, 10% more than your audience, you, they're going to look up to you no matter what. So it's only 10%. And you yeah. have to just remind yourself that you do know your shit and mm. you can, <laughs> you can guide them. I mean, that really, that's ultimately what you're doing. Cause that's the other thing too. Don't think of yourself as you're selling to people because you're not selling, you're guiding them. You're showing an, them an opportunity. It's up to them on taking that and doing something with it or not. I mean, that's, I mean, I didn't for the first couple of months. I watched Becca for like two months mm. and finally it was like, well, thank God to that Karen client, which now I'm like, thank you so much for <laughs> sitting in my chair and pissing me off that day <laughs> because that is what put the nail in the coffin. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's really once once I understood value and then once I understood the fact that people want to feel like they're cared for, that is it. Like as long as you are just show the fact that you care, that is that's all they want. That is really all they want. And if you can show that, um, I don't know, like not only that, the, the responses that I'm getting back, I mean, even if they don't end up purchasing the, the course, like just the fact that they know I'm here to answer whatever questions they need and that I was just being nice to them, because that's a lot of the a lot of the things I hear is the fact that, oh, thank you so much for just responding. Yeah. And Thank you so much for like explaining things to me. Uh, a lot of times people just don't take the time, especially on the internet. So yeah. um, that's really it. But yeah, I definitely did not understand what value meant when I first started. I, um, I now like understand what my audience needs at certain levels of depending on where they're at in their journey. And I'm starting to like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'll target like my very beginners and that's what I'll give them value on today. And then mm -hmm. I'll like target my, the people that have started the course, but they're still kind of like, you know, their toes are just in the water. And then mm -hmm. the ones that are like pretty much at the blueprints and already building their stuff and I can give them value. So it's really, it's really cool if you kind of break them up into like beginner, inner, you know, yeah. middle and then intermediate. Mm -hmm. So 
Mm. That's 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 really some awesome points. And you do know your stuff. You do know your shit. It's it's you know, the truth is, is that we've been surviving and thriving in many respects in all of our lives. I mean, uh, and I do truly mean that most of the time we don't give ourselves credit for the amount of thriving that we are doing. I mean, mm-hmm. and again, even surviving is a great skill set. It's it's something that makes you tougher, more experienced, more knowledgeable smarter, more prepared for new situations. And we've all, I mean, if you are still alive and you made it into your, you know, thirty, you know, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, a hundred, you are survivor. I'm a survivor. I'm not gonna say here, but you know what I mean? It's like we really have more life skills than we give ourselves credit for. We really have more communication skills than we give ourselves credit for. You being the ultimate and when you said I've been in hair, I've been a server, but I've never done sales, I thought to myself, those two jobs are the most the hardest sales jobs and service jobs that, that that exist in this world because you're literally selling yourself, especially in a server position. I mean, you you literally are 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 selling just you know the menus there, but mm-hmm. you're selling yourself, your, that your kindness, your energy, how you treat people is all going to determine how much they want to give you in that tip at the end, unless they're just completely cheap. And then there's nothing you can change about that. But, you know, so often we really don't recognize the gifts that we already have that we can bring into this. Mm -hmm. And so, feel like I'm just a newbie. I'm just a beginner. And we start kind of labeling ourselves, talking down about to ourselves, about Mm -hmm. ourselves. And of course, that energy then comes out in our videos and in our DMs, going back to what we were speaking about a minute ago, where we don't really have that full conviction and then people can kind of pick up on it. Mm -hmm. I love how you're talking about yourself powerfully. I love how you're talking about yourself in this, in this way of, I know my shit, like that is, that is the secret friends. Surely there are the mechanics of how do we set up our funnels? How do we set up our autoresponders, getting those things nailed down? But there's also these dynamics, which are our energy, our belief in what we're doing and ourselves. And Mm -hmm. these things really are the intangible. It's the, it's the sort of it factor that we so often overlook that really is, can be the determining factor of our success. So tell me, Tony, what have you learned about yourself or been reminded about yourself that you may have either forgotten or didn't truly realize about yourself in terms of how brave you are, how persuasive you are, how much of a fighter, how hard of a worker you are? Like, what are some of the things that you have realized about Tony in the last seven months? Uh, how resilient I am. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, well, and I tend to doubt myself a lot. I really am not, I don't have the best confidence. I didn't come into this with the best confidence. Um, I definitely, <laughs> You know, like I don't have the best confidence when it comes to talking, like even when it comes to like videos, um, you know, when you film a reel and you're like, oh, just do it like, you know, just just wing it. Oh, I feel like I can't say anything. <laughs> um, that's when all of a sudden I just start overthinking it. And that's I just need to get, you know, that analysis paralysis. I do too much of that. I need to stop. 
But ultimately my resilience on the fact that I, no matter how I felt that day, I still showed up. And I mean, there was a lot of mornings where I cried in the shower to my husband and I was like, what am I doing? I feel like I'm trying to be something that I'm not like, I just, I felt like it was just bigger than me. And, but it was one of those things when I purchased those blueprints, I told myself, I, there is no, there's no quitting. Well, and I kept on hearing your voice actually in my head saying, you don't want to quit before the miracle happens. And I kept saying that to myself and well, and then the Tony Robbins quote, the, if you're in your head, you're dead. And I just, I'm like, stop being in your head. If you're in your head, you're dead. Stop it. <laughs> like, just do it. Just do what you need to do today. And yeah, it may not be the best reel, but you know what? You'll learn something from it. And now, even when I go to like, I scrolled down actually just recently, I just scrolled down to the very bottom and they are bad. Like they're not good, <laughs> but <laughs> they really are. But at the same time, like, oh my God, look how far I've come. I have come so far in six and a half months. And even just talking to my mom who, you know, the other day I was talking to her and I'm just like spitting out knowledge. And it's like those moments where I'm like, oh my God, like when you're talking to somebody that has no knowledge at all, and all of a sudden you're hanging out with them and you're talking to them, you realize how far you have come. And those are like the real confidence boosters. It's like, I'm doing this. Like, I'm actually doing this. Like, you need to like pinch yourself and realize that you're, yeah, it's just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. Do not stop. <laughs> wow. What an incredible answer. I mean, the resilience that you've, you've learned about yourself, you know, is so useful in those moments where you feel like it's not going to work out and you might as well quit. It's like, no, I'm a resilient person and I have evidence of miracles in my life, however I want to define that. And I do say that quite often, don't quit before the miracle happens. I have evidence that things can change when I change mm -hmm. and I'm going to, I'm excited now about the journey to see what's to come. And then all of a sudden we get excited about the unknown instead of so terrified about it and so stuck inside of analysis paralysis. So make that practical for us. What have been some of the quote unquote miracles that have happened over the last seven months, milestones, miracles that, that have kept you going? Is it the first subscriber to your email list? Was it the, the first commission, the second commission? Was it people beginning to DM you? Was it the conversations with a friend or family member where you realized it, you knew your shit? Obviously, you, you, you just mentioned quite a few things that you could categorize as those mm -hmm. miracles. But is there any is there anything that stands out to you that is like, oh, shit, that's a game changer for me. Like, I'm not quitting. Um, actually, I would probably have to say it was my husband. So he OK, he was um, he's an ex drug addict. He was a pain pill drug addict. And yep. And, um, he quit pain meds, but then he switched over to Kratom, which is an all natural plant-based pain reliever. And I was two weeks into doing this and I'm sitting like sitting next to him in a chair, like really close to the backslider. This is in the winter. 
And I'm just showing him like scrolling on my Instagram and just showing him like all the videos. And he instantly realized he saw the writing on the wall that he needed to change as well. That that next day, he quit everything like he has not done anything. So ever since then, so not only me making this choice and doing this, it has it has just blossomed and the wave has gone into so many other aspects of my life, not just financially, not just time, not just even my passion for work has actually come back because I don't feel the pressure of work anymore. You know, if I, if I get a last minute client, I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Like I can work on business, like no big deal. Like it's really, now I don't stress about it. Um, and then the fact that he's getting better too, it's like, now I feel like I can't stop. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way I could stop. And then it's the whole, like this morning, me being nervous to come on here. It's like, okay, if you don't go on, are you going to go back to your life that it used to be? Are you going to go back to hairdressing and go back to the idea of having to cut hair until you're 70? Like, that just sounds horrible. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> so um, that pain is actually way worse than the pain of like, facing something that I'm scared of and just doing it and just plowing through that other wall. But I feel, you know, it's one of those things where you get through a wall and you're like, damn it. Why is there another one? you like, you keep on thinking that you're going to be like, Oh, I'm free. It's all good. Like it's going to be smooth sailing now. No, it's always something else. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> it's like, um, so yeah, that was definitely a huge moment for me. And then I want to say after that was probably, um, Definitely the first commission was definitely evidence that it works. I was like, oh my God, this does work. Like it, it came, cause I want to say it came like in middle of the night and then my first four figure commission came in at 2 AM. So I was asleep. So I really did make money in my sleep. And it's like, that was huge too. When I made my first four figure commission, which it took a while. I mean, I think it took me like 160 days. So, I mean, I worked for that. <laughs> I did. I definitely worked for it. Um, but I don't know. It's you tend to cherish things you work harder for. So that's the way I look at it. And I'm kind of now appreciative of my story taking so long. I feel like it's a little bit more relatable to people instead of like, you know, the really fast success, which awesome for those people that have had amazing su success so quickly. But I feel like when I do tell my audience and the people in my DMs like, oh yeah, like just letting you know, it's not a get rich quick. I mean, some people do make a couple thousand dollars their first month, but that was not my story. <laughs> not at all. And, but it's proof on the fact that if you do not quit, if you don't quit on yourself, it will end up working. It's just, you gotta, you gotta stick it out. Gotta stick it out. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh man, you said a lot of, you said a whole, a whole heart bowl full right there. I mean, that was, that was really, that was really incredible. And, you know, just to, to hear about the fact that you're not pulling people down, but lifting people up around you and how freaking priceless is that? It's like, we're oh, always, no. we're judging our success in the usually in the first year, which friends, you know, if you can stick through the first year, it's almost, it's almost, you know, I can't use the word guarantee. I want to say it's a guarantee that you'll be a millionaire. I can't say that, but if you can stick through the first year, 99% of people who start a business quit in the first 90 days. I mean, mm -hmm. 
is because especially an internet business that mm. that you know is is pretty low to no cost i know that some of us think that a few thousand dollars for some education is 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 a is a you know is a huge investment and it may be to you but um the truth is, is that's just education. The bare bones tools that it takes to build and operate this are very low to no cost. And if you go to try to open up any other business anywhere, um, you're going to be into the tens of hundreds of thousands. Think about opening a hairstylist salon. I mean, we're talking about chairs, equipment, and buildings and all this kind of stuff. So the, I think, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of hidden value in this. And again, a lot of us, because we are looking for that fast success, because these businesses, these internet businesses are so easy to start. And they are. They're easy to sign up and buy something. When I say start, I mean sign up and buy something. Yeah. Just because you signed up and bought something, whether it was you opened a funnel building account or you bought our blueprints or went through our challenge – does not mean that you're actually now a business owner. It doesn't mean that you're now entitled to success, right? Mm -hmm. It means that you've bought something. Basically, you've done the same exact thing as walking into a mall and buying a new pair of shoes, right? Yep. And a lot of times the same process happens where the dopamine, you know, sort of dies off over the next few days. And, you know, the the new pair of shoes is not as exciting as it was when you walked out of the store with it. A lot of times we treat our business that same way. Mm -hmm. And what I'm hearing you talk about is the resilience, persevering through the low moments of tears in the shower, of, of doubting yourself, of all the things that come along with doing Anything hard and worthwhile for God's sakes in life. Think yep. about having a dadgum kid. <laughs> that thing doesn't pop out in nine minutes. That thing nope. doesn't, you know, that thing, that thing's got to bake. You know, surely planting <laughs> the seed is fast, but I tell you that that baby's got to bake for nine months. And then you got a dadgum go through an incredible birthing process. And then you got to raise the dang thing for, for, you know, decades in some cases <laughs> yeah. you know and they never really stop you know so it's like it's like in what are the most important things at the end of our lives well it's usually if we do have children it's our children being by ours it's not the the materialistic things that you walked into a store and in and, and bought quickly it's the things as you said that you planted seeds and, and watered and fed and harvested and, 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 and took care of. And those are the things that bring us the most, the most joy and the most fulfillment. And, and again, so often we're looking at the bank account. We're just watching the commission dashboard mm -hmm. in our entire selves and our entire success and our entire potential off of a number when the truth is, is that there's lots of little miracles that are happening along the way in the journey, mm -hmm. such as the story you just told about your husband, who is inspired by you taking life by the horns and mm -hmm. you not sitting around waiting for something to be, you know, set in your lap. But, mm -hmm. but you're now inspired. He's inspired by you. And that passion and that resilience that you talked about that you learned from about yourself through this process is now is now spilling over and put please 
somebody put a price tag on that, put a price tag on that. Right. Yeah. And, and the beautiful thing is, is that if we can, and now that story is such a valuable story that you can recycle and recirculate that story into your business and into your brand. And now that story is something that you can use to inspire under other people to bring in more income, right? Because mm-hmm. then people are more inspired. They're getting more value from your story. They're more willing to take your recommendations and buy products that you're recommending. And it's like this sort of, it's almost like instead of waiting, instead of living life, waiting for the other shoe to drop, like we, we so often do, it's like, instead Built using these moments, whether it's the first commission, whether it is getting started and buying something and saying, I'm going to do this, whether it is having a positive impact on somebody else in your home and then being inspired by you, whether it is your first lead, whether it is your first high ticket commission, whatever it is, using those as building blocks to mm-hmm. continue to build your success, because now all of a sudden you have more positive momentum and more positive things to share about. And it mm-hmm. really identifying and noticing those positive things happening and learning to be more optimistic instead of pessimistic, right? And always sort of noticing how things are always shit, right? Which is very easy to also put on the shit colored glasses. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The world, only the negative in the world. But the truth is, is that we really learn through entrepreneurship what we have control over and what we don't. And the truth is that we don't have control over politics and presidents and all this other bullshit, economy and economists and Wall Street and blah, 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 corporations or even companies that we work for. But we damn sure have control over what we do. And it's amazing what can happen and change in our life when we stop worrying about and bitching about what everybody else is doing or not doing. Mm-hmm. And just that gum put all that energy and focus into what we're doing and what we can change. And mm-hmm. I would assume that as you're describing some of these other stories, that process has actually brought you more happiness and more mm-hmm. fulfillment. Right? Are you generally finding yourself a more positive and happy person through this process and learning to see the glass half full, as I talked about, instead of half empty? I can imagine you've heard some negative, you mentioned Karen and negative Nancy's and everything else (laughs) in the salon who are just kind of dwelling on negative stuff like all the time them down and talk badly about them but are you finding yourself attracted to more positive people talking about more positive things and less of a tolerance for the pessimistic person who sees everything as glass half empty oh yeah oh yeah um yeah because people changed after the pandemic i mean people are kind of i mean they're pissed off i mean ever since ever since people are just yeah, more pessimistic and just more negative and, um, oh, just really Debbie Downer. So they, a lot of people are out there. And it's, Karen, it's, Nancy, and Debbie so far. Yeah. And God bless you if you're on here and your name's Karen, Nancy, or Debbie. We love you, but geez, we got yeah. the names flying left and right today. Oh, but now, I, now I'm like, thank God for her coming in. Like, literally, she, I mean, she totally just set my life the way that it is because of that. I mean, so did Becca. I mean, me coming across Becca, but I was too scared and too skeptical about it. I never thought that anything like this was possible. (laughs) Me just being on social media was one of those things where 
uh, and that too, like there was a crossroads I was having even in my hair business where it's like, I need to be on social media more with my hair business. And I didn't want to do that. But then it's like, oh, but you want to do this. Okay. So no matter what, you need to face yourself and get over that fear of being online. But I didn't really want to do hair anymore. I just, I lost that passion. So I was like, okay, well, if I'm doing this and yeah, when, when I purchased those blueprints, it was like, I knew if I didn't purchase them, it was one of those things where I knew I wouldn't work hard enough with it just being $7 that you invest into something. I wasn't going to work hard enough and I would have just ended up slacking off and not figured it all out. There's no way. Um, so with the, you know, when you put an investment like that into yourself, you're going, I mean, that was my first goal. Like I have to pay that back. I, like no matter what, I have to pay that back. No matter how long it takes, I will pay that back. And uh, well, it is especially since I hid it from my husband. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, he knew about the $7 challenge, but he didn't know I purchased the blueprints. And it wasn't until like, I want to say about two months later. And of course that didn't help either because I put so much more pressure on myself the first couple of months because I was like, oh, now I really have to make this work because I hid this from my husband. <laughs> so once yeah. I told him, which was about two months later, it did help kind of, well, because then he was like, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you felt like you couldn't tell me. And I was like, well, I just, I did not need anybody to tell me that oh, it's a scam. Or like, are you sure you really want to get it? I, I could not hear from anybody, like even my parents. I didn't tell them. I didn't tell anybody. I mean, it was one of those things. That's why I didn't want to be on Facebook because I was scared of everybody finding me. <laughs> and then what's funny is Facebook ends up being the nicest to me. I mean, I'm almost at 100K followers. So the one that I was totally all skeptical that. about is doing the best. Mm. Well, TikTok, I was putting all my eggs in that basket and ah. Uh, yeah, I don't have, I'm not friends with TikTok. <laughs> Before we move on to that, and, and then we'll bring this in for a landing, I just want to point out how powerful that was, what you just said about really protecting your decisions mm -hmm. and not even asking for close family members' opinions of what you want to do. Like some people would think that's a marital sin. It's like, oh my God, you didn't tell your husband, you didn't tell your wife, you didn't tell your you know, mom, whatever, which, you know, we're adults. I don't know why we're still thinking that we need to consult with mommy to do things, but um, we do We want their approval and I get it. I understand it. We want people to kind of like validate our decisions and we want people to um, be proud of us and we want their approval and all the things it's, 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 we're all human. However, what you just said may have been the most important thing we've talked about this whole morning, which is the the and you've you've really dump trucked a, a full you know load of platinum nuggets right in my driveway this morning. And hopefully everybody has had their mining tools out to pick out these little nuggets. But what you just said may have been one of the most important ones, which is how you protected your eyes and your ears from other people's opinions and also them projecting their limiting beliefs onto you. I heard mm -hmm. Jay-Z, which is one of my favorite, you know, hip hop rappers and, and entrepreneurs, which is really more what he is now. Mm -hmm. And he said that in an interview that, you know, his uncle, his own uncle, when he was young, Jay-Z said, hey, I want to sell a million records. Your uncle said, you're never going to do that. You know, he yeah. was still in the in, in in New York City living in, I think, the Marcy Projects is where he's from. And, you know, 
not a lot of people from there um, in, in, in that time and probably even today are selling a million records, right? It's probably a dream of a lot of people, but not a whole lot of people are selling a million records. But Jay-Z's response to his own uncle was, no, you can't sell a million records. You can't. But I can. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he went on and he did it. Now he sold many, 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 many millions oh, of yeah. records. Yeah, he could. The, <laughs> the, the power in that response, similar to the power in how you just explained your approach to starting this business, were, was is very powerful and very sim similar. Because oftentimes when we share our ideas, goals, dreams, desires, the first thing that people do is they, and this is, you, 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 people, we can all almost go out there and just do a test. Like, don't take something that's like very important to you and give it to somebody. Just, just take something that you're not even planning on doing. Because when somebody gives you, when they do exactly what I, I'm going to tell you that they do, which is exactly what Jay-Z's uncle did, you won't be so hurt. But go out there and share a random idea. Share mm -hmm. something that's kind of a little bit out there, a little bit crazy with a family member, maybe even a spouse, and see what their response is, right? Just as a test. And you will see instantly and almost immediately, not because they hate us, they love us. They, they, they want the best for us, but it's a natural human response that when you share an idea with somebody, they filter it through their own experience in their own fears and limiting beliefs and project those back onto you. Mm -hmm. That has nothing to do with how much they love you. It has nothing to do with any of that. It's nope. just a natural human process and absolutely right. Calla said it. They are trying to protect us from ourselves. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. It's got a reverse effect because they, they're trying to protect us. They're doing their best they're, they're explaining to us what they feel our hurdles and their fears are going to be for us. And in turn, that can be very discouraging, especially if we have just handed them something that's really important to us. Mm -hmm. And so we have to, through this process, learn to take full responsibility for our own decisions. And that also goes once you start marketing and actually taking action. If something mm -hmm. doesn't work out for you, but other people are succeeding with it. It's really an empowering thing to say, this is not what I'm doing that doesn't work. It's how I'm doing it. And mm -hmm. I can tweak something. I can change something. I have the power to continue to test different versions. And ultimately, taking total responsibility for whatever it is that you're doing is the fastest way to success. Not being a victim. Not mm -hmm. looking for outside validation, not looking for other people's approval. And I've heard that over and over and over again on the show from successful clients and marketers that said, Hey, I, you know, I didn't really ask for somebody's opinion, or I, I didn't really share this with my friends and family, or I kept things separate. I started a new Facebook account, I started a new Instagram account. I just wanted to have my own path free and clear of all of the people. And you can kind of think about this visually, what this looks like if, when you're starting a business. You're, you're about to go down a road. 
And if you are asking everybody else their opinion and what they think and all this kind of stuff, it's almost like you're going down a road that somebody that's already exists, that somebody else has paved and everybody is standing in down the road and they're shouting their limiting beliefs onto you as you pass by, almost like a parade, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas what's more empowering and exciting and helps you to learn a lot more, a lot faster is to blaze your own trail. That's where the term trailblazer came from. It's sort of like taking some experience from a fellow entrepreneur who doesn't quite give you, doesn't quite come and hammer the nail for you, but instead gives you a blueprint and says, this is how to blaze your own trail. This is how to do it, right? This is the why that you would want to do it. And now get out there and blaze your own trail. And then all of a sudden you're doing it and you're building your own belief systems. You're coming up with your own opinions. It's sort of like, listening to what somebody else thinks about somebody and thinking they're an asshole for years. And then you finally meet them. And it's like, this person isn't so bad. I actually like being around this person. Why the hell did I listen to that other person? Right. There's a really big difference between, you know, following a path or a going down a parade where you're asking for everybody else's validation. They're shouting their limiting beliefs on you versus in 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 a sense we're also asking for somebody to kind of do the fishing for us versus getting a blueprint and blazing our own trail and sort of learning how to fish and then when we finally do go talk to somebody about it similar to how you said with your mom we actually are just spitting knowledge we're not asking for their opinions no. we're not looking for their validation anymore they're not going to understand what we're doing anyways they yeah. they never will no, trust me. <laughs> Nearly 15 years into this, the majority of my friends and family still think I'm like a motivational speaker or something, right? They <laughs> think that I go around and do events, and it's like that couldn't be further from the truth, right? <laughs> I actually have a real business that's behind the show and the content and all that, mm-hmm. and um, it, you know, it's it's it it's too much to try to un, you know explain to somebody who is 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 not really looking to understand it but more just is going to filter it through their own experiences so i love that you brought that up and my rant there was hopefully helpful to those of you listening to add some additional context to what you just said talk to us a little bit about what it's been like for you to kind of, you know, as you said, get on Facebook, which was previously a platform that you that you weren't even on, and to now have nearly a hundred thousand followers. Surely you've had your issues with TikTok. Who hasn't? Um, that's fine. We don't need to go into that. The truth is, TikTok is just a little finicky right now mm. because they're dialing up their regulation. There, you know, it was the wild, wild west over there for a long time, and now they're starting to. You know, they don't want to get kicked out of America. So they're basically yeah. trying to reel things back. They're letting there's so many users on the platform that they're letting users police users. And if somebody flags you, you lose it's just a it all social media platforms go through these cycles where it's the wild, wild west, and then you get a little bit more regulated. What's it been like for you to sort of find your groove on Facebook? Um overwhelming. Honestly, um, it's been shocking too. Like I did not, 
Uh, well, cause Instagram took so long to build, like now it's really starting to get some traction, but it took a while. I mean, it was sticking at 2000 for the longest time where I'm like, what am I doing wrong? And that's the other thing too. They, I feel like so many people want to blame like the algorithm and blame something else. And it's no, what am I doing wrong? What's obviously somebody doesn't like my content. People don't like it for a certain reason, but on Facebook, on, I don't know, Facebook loves me. <laughs> like, ever since, like, I don't know, it was one of those things I feel like I didn't really try that hard, but um, just, I don't know, maybe it's the fact that I am, I am on there more. I don't, I don't actually know exactly what it is, but uh, yeah, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of the ones that have taken off is like more of my side hustle videos that I did in the very beginning. And now mm. I'm kind of changing my content a little bit and dialing down a little bit more. And it's funny to see the difference in audiences on each platform and what they end up liking. And um, yeah, and start now that I'm not so focused, hyper focused on all the like technical aspects, making sure my funnel's working, making sure my emails are good. Now I'm able to actually see the patterns in the content and how people are actually reacting to things and what they're reacting to and what they actually really like. I mean, they definitely like seeing more of my stuff and it's, yeah. So Facebook, I want to say it's more of, I don't know. I actually really don't know why. I don't know why everybody likes me on there, but it's pretty amazing. I mean, yeah. the fact that I'm about to 100K <laughs> is absolutely crazy. I mean, when I hit like 35, I was like, what? 35,000 people? Like, that is a lot of people. I mean, that is, I can't imagine speaking in front of 35,000 people. I mean, that's insane. I mean, I'm having a tough enough time just talking to you. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, maybe it's just, I don't know what it is. Actually, I really don't know what it is. Cause I, I'm with having so many people on Facebook, I haven't even gone live on there because I'm literally terrified to do it. Wow. That's <laughs> so, so nice to hear you say that. And, and for us to be able to look at you having this incredible success, but to, to, to know that you were so nervous coming on here this morning, that you're terrified and haven't even gone live yet on on Facebook. I mean, it's just so it's so real. It's so honest. It's so transparent. It's so beautiful to see somebody going through their their journey right at the beginning stages. I mean, a lot of people think, oh, seven months. She's been doing it for a long time. Friends, I've been doing it for, you know, almost 15 years. Like, I think I'm in year 13. It's like, you know, I can, I can tell you that that in the next seven months, your life and business is going to change so much. You are going to come back on here in, in a few months because I want you to keep me posted on your journey. And you are going to be a totally different person than you are today. You're going to be totally as nervous. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think being nervous is just shows that you're care. So whether you are or aren't, it doesn't it's it's beautiful. But you'll have you'll be in a such a different place. You'll be in a different place financially. You'll be in a different place as far as your your uh, confidence. You'll be just it's just amazing to see how far you've come in seven months. And for me to know without a shadow of a doubt, this is not like me. Like I know without a shadow of a doubt, the next seven months is go. If you think this is growth, if you think this is life changing, 
you wait until the next seven months and it is going to multiply because remember these first seven months was a lot of you getting ready to get ready. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, really just, I mean, you, you not even done. Not, I mean, you're still terrified of going live for God's sakes. It, you're not, you're, you're, afraid, you know, in terms of the total, you know, the, the total timeline and life cycle of your success, you're a pimple on the freckle of a gnat's ass right now. <laughs> I know. I'm <laughs> It's like a speck of sand. It's ridiculous. As we bring this in for a landing, what would what advice would you give yourself seven months ago that you needed to hear that now with the experience that you have, you can tell yourself? That you could do this. That it is, it will happen for you. I want I wanted it to happen so bad, but it was one of those things I wanted. I I didn't fully believe. I mean, that's really, oh, just definitely believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, it will start working a lot faster. So it definitely mindset. Um, and just, yeah, (laughs) hang on for the ride. It's going to be fun. (laughs) It definitely was a ride. I have grown so much in seven months and I know I'm not even close to stopping. So feel like every day I'm learning something new. If not about me, about what I'm doing, just it's nonstop. <laughs> so it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's, it's inspirational. Thank you for sharing so honestly with us today. My, my absolute best to you and your family, you, your well, loving husband, you. uh, just so happy for you that you, you all that you're, you're, you know, see you're experiencing growth, you're experiencing fulfillment, you're experiencing challenges that you're pushing through, you're resilient, you're persevering through, and you're growing through these different moments. You're not giving up before the miracle happens. There's many more miracles to come and come mm-hmm. back and see me um, in the in the in the near future and keep us posted on your journey. Okay, my friends stay legendary. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on. You're so welcome. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. All right, my friends, there you have it. You can find Tony over at Tony Thalander. That's T-O-N-I-T-H-E-L-A-N-D-E-R. Okay. Tony Thalander over on Facebook. I'll just direct you to her Facebook account so you can see what she's doing on Facebook and follow her and give her um, some support and learn from her and comment on her post and like her post and do all the things that we, we, we can do to support each other in this journey. That's really one of the most powerful and supportive things that you can do for somebody if you do go and follow them. You know, so often we, we well, every day, every guest, we post their handles and what their profiles are. And, you know, I know that we all want to run over there and see what they're doing and try to pick up tips. And, but as you're doing that, just make sure that you show a little love to these people because these people are, are, are regular clients, students here. I didn't even talk to Tony before we went live today. I just literally showed up, said, let's rock. And we went live. Um, there was no, you know, there's no private conversations. There's no back room deals. There's no side door conversations. There's nothing, nothing, nothing like that. This is all completely real. You can reach out to Tony and ask her um, for yourself. And so is all I ask is that when you go over and you follow Tony and the rest of our guests here who we share their, their handles, make sure that you show some love 
make sure that you show some some support, some encouragement to them, because while they're giving so much of themselves coming back to our community and giving back like they do, they need inspiration. We need inspiration. Hell, I need inspiration and support the same way that you all need inspiration and support. So let's do that for each other. And with that being said, we'll see you back here, my friends, tomorrow for another episode. Get on out of here. Be legendary. Peace.